0: Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today. Download and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up at any of our convenient locations.
1: Vegas
2: Nation sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up.
0: Sports. Entertainment. Little to no culture. It's time for Unsportsmanlike Conduct with Ed Graney and Adam Hill.
2: Hey, welcome to Unsportsmanlike Conduct of the Vegas Nation, sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports and presented by TickPick. We're your hosts, Ed Graney and Adam Hill. We're here this week to talk about our thoughts on the Las Vegas Raiders. Adam, uh, you were out at the facility today. We are taping this on Friday And you talked to John Gruden about the game coming up Sunday uh, against the Bears in Allegiant Stadium. But soon after that, uh, news broke from the um, Wall Street Journal about an email Coach Gruden uh, wrote in 2011 in uh, reference to Demarius Smith, the NHL Players Union chief. Um, In it, uh, he said uh, some racially insensitive language. I'm sure people by now listening to this has heard of what happened. Uh, called him Deborah Smith, dumb Boris Smith, and had li- lips the size of Michelin tires. That is what co- uh, Coach Gruden was quoted in, in an email to Bruce Allen, then head coach of the Washington Football Team. There's a lot to unpack here, so I want to th- start with you on just your first reaction when you heard this, because this did happen, or this story did break after you talked to Coach Gruden.
1: Yeah, and I think that's an important part of this. Uh, you know, John Gruden was on the podium today, and I think a lot of people are saying, why wasn't he asked about this? Uh, the Wall Street Journal released the story as John Gruden was leaving. The media room at the team facility, which I don't know if that is, you know, an agreement that they made with the Raiders to say, Hey, let's, you know, hold off on this. Or if the Washington journal was maybe doing something kind of smart and saying, you know, we don't want them to be able to ask about this. We want to try to get statements of our own uh, based on this. I'm not sure, but uh, to be clear, the story was not out uh, when John Goon was on the podium at the facility. The other part of this that I think, you know, a lot of people have been reacting to is why now? Why did this come out now? Uh, it was 10 years ago that the email was sent. So why are we just hearing about it? And the, the answer to that is actually fairly easy. Uh, the Washington football team, as you mentioned, it was to Bruce Allen who was working for the Redskins at the time, now known as the Washington football team. Uh, this email was sent during a lockout uh, with the NFL. The Washington football team recently conducted an internal investigation about uh, their workplace and you know, how uh, toxic their workplace was and that sort of thing. And this email was discovered as part of that investigation. So um, that's why after 10 years, this is coming out, uh, really no other you know, factors involved there. It just happens to be, you know, as all these emails were searched through, this is one of the things that they found. And we'll see what comes out after this. Uh, immediate reaction is, OK, what else is there? I think that's the first thing you always think of, because when something like this happens, it could completely be an isolated incident. Nothing else has ever happened. Um, and this was just a, a massive, massive mistake by John Gruden, and that's certainly possible. But I think the first thing you start to think of is, okay, now that this is out there, will people, you know, come out from you know all different areas and say, I heard this, and I, you know, I was dealing with John Gruden, and I heard this. Are those things possible? Absolutely. So I think that's something to look for in the next couple of days of you know what else comes out from this, if anything, uh, and then how is it handled and. You know whether it be by the league, by the team. Again, John Gruden wasn't with the Raiders at the time. He was actually with ESPN at the time. Uh, the league still could discipline him. The league could kind of talk the Raiders into disciplining him. Maybe the Raiders make their own decision in disciplining him. I don't think you know a lot of people right away were like, oh, he's fired. I don't think he's getting fired. I don't think he's losing his job. Um, I do think there may be a suspension uh, coming in a game or two or something along those lines, uh, maybe a fine of some sort, and we'll see. Uh, how this is handled going forward uh, from a league and a team perspective. But there's just so many layers and so many things that come out of this story. Uh, you feel like you certainly get the feeling that it's only the beginning. Well, let
2: me ask you this, because uh, I think both in you and I believe at its core, it is a fireable fence. Now, saying that it goes a long way from the, uh, saying that and Mark Davis actually firing a guy who he brought back in kind of a glorious fashion with a reported 10 year deal for 100 million dollars. Uh, he loves John Gruden, and he has said in the past, whether it's uh, like a brother, he loves him, uh, loved him when he was there before. So I don't think he's getting fired either. Uh, but I also think this is really serious. Fans won't, uh, majority of fans won't think that. They'll want to know how you're going to beat the Bears on Sunday. I get that. But another point I want to talk about is, and I, I'm going to try to write about this for tomorrow, uh, for Saturday's paper, is what are the odds and the chances? There's 36 black players on the 53 man roster right now for the Raiders that in some sense he has or will
1: lose the locker room. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a, a tremendous question. And again, he said he spoke to the team today um, and, and they have dealt with it internally. That's, you know, that's something that John Gruden has told us. Um, Cause again, we we were able to talk to John Gruden, just not on the podium, not publicly. It was more of a private conversation, not a private conversation, but a conversation, uh, an individual conversation more than a group uh, conversation on the podium. So, uh, John Gruner said he spoke to the team internally. Uh, they are dealing with it. Um, he also, and I think uh, one of the big factors in how this goes usually is how it's handled. And I, I will say, like, listen, everybody can have their own opinion, and and you know, in this case, my opinion would be um, he's not handling it overly well. Uh, I don't think the, you know, you you mentioned the comments, and I won't say them again. I won't repeat them, but. I don't think the, Hey, I just call everyone rubber lips. That's a liar. Well, like, how does that get to giant lips? And we know the, the the tropes there. So um, to me, it's, you know, he did say, you know, I'm sorry for the words and you, you know, unacceptable, but to come up with those kind of excuses, that feels like an urban Meyer, you know, she was dragging you on the dance floor type thing. And then when other things come out now, all of a sudden that looks like a silly excuse. Um, we'll see. And, and again, Maybe that's true about John Gruden. I, I will say that I've been looking for anywhere where rubber lips is a, you know, is a slang term for a liar. People on Twitter have said they've heard it. I haven't. Um, I don't know. It just, it's a very convoluted and complicated situation. But um, in terms of the, the job security, and you know, we both said, like, I don't think Mark Davis decides to fire him for this. There is one caveat to that. And you mentioned it. It's the contract, right? A lot of people have said, I've said on this show, I don't think John Gruden ever gets fired from the Raiders. And the reason is his contract. He's, you know, he's owed all this money, $60 million more million under this contract with the Raiders, which goes for another six years. The only thing I could see happening in terms of maybe losing a job is if Mark Davis has been looking for a way to get out of that contract, he's got it. But this is it. This is the way. Um, you can't fire him for performance. In that case, you'd have to pay him. But I think there's a chance you could get out of that contract using this. And, you know, does he want to get rid of him? I don't think so. I think they believe they have the best team they've had. I think they believe they're a playoff team. And I don't think they want to mess with that. But if Mark Davis has been looking for a way to get out of it, we have no reason to indicate that's true. But it's just one of those things that is always, you always have to keep it in the back of your mind you know, if they want a way out of that contract, they have found it.
2: now. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I don't think it's going to happen. And I, I've got to be honest with you. I've always questioned 10 years for a hundred million dollars anyway. It's always just been reported that way. I don't know how many people, if any, actually, you know, saw that written that it was actually that contract. Um, but you're right. If this if he wants out of it, this is the best way to get out of it. I and and a friend of ours tweeted this earlier, and I, t- I totally agree with it. I I raise my eyes in a bit of skepticism when I see the quote, I don't have a racist bone in my body. Um, it's it's become cliche to me, and I don't know how you feel about this. I would prefer him just apologize, say that um, whatever he wants to say. He didn't mean to do it. He, he didn't, you know, wh- whatever whatever he wants to say. I hear these things, and I just, I cringe at I don't have a racist bone in my body, and I haven't had one, he said, for 58 years. He's a 58-year-old guy. Um what are your thoughts on that? Because I, I it's almost like I, I want to yell at them. Don't say that. Don't say that because that no one's, I mean, most people, I'm not going to say no one. Cause like I said, fans at this point are just like, Hey, how are you going to beat the bears? But a lot of people who look at this differently are going to say, you know, you say that. And the first thing you say is that, well, why do you have to say
1: that if you don't? Right. And, and I think, you know, first of all, nobody said your bones are racist. Your email was like, that's, that's the beginning of this. Well, you might not have, racial bone but that that email certainly was and listen racism is is prejudice and racism is um a lot of things where everyone has prejudices in their life whether it be you know against anything right i mean it, it's it's one of those it's one of those things that is just silly to say i don't you know it's, it's almost the same as like i don't see color and that sort of thing it's just it's it's ridiculous um so yeah I, I, nobody is i've never heard anybody else say that john Gruner's a racist. I, I didn't see people say he was a racist after this. It's just, he sent a racist email. I mean, that's that's what, that's what the accusation, not an accusation, we've, you know, it's fact. Uh, so so yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a very tricky situation, obviously. And um, I think everybody needs to kind of wait and see what the next development is, what the next couple of developments are before any kind of reaction or, or state. Give me
2: your prediction. I think he is suspended
1: and fined by somebody. Yeah, I think so too. And, and I, you know, it's. It's tricky with the league because, like you said, he wasn't working with the league at the time. That doesn't matter; they still could do that. Um, but I would think it's more um, maybe the league says to the Raiders, "Hey, you know, we're not going to do anything, but you know, can you please make a decision on this?" And you know, they, they talk the Raiders. Maybe they're doing something themselves or something along those lines.
0: Locals know the S C N Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the S C N Sports app today. Download and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up at any of our convenient locations. Raiders football is finally back, and there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet to find Raiders tickets anymore. Because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, is the original no-fee ticket site And the only one you'll need is your go-to for all NFL tickets. TickPick got rid of all those awful service fees that the other ticket sites charge, which lets them guarantee the best prices on all of their NFL tickets. Don't believe it? If you can find better prices for the same seats on another ticket site, TickPick will give you 110% of the difference in the purchase price. We know Raider Nation is psyched about the games taking place at Allegiant Stadium this year and on the road. Raider Nation is everywhere, so TickPick has you covered. Make sure to check it out, visit TickPick.com slash Vegas Nation and use the promo code Vegas Nation to save $10 on your first order of Raiders tickets.
2: All right, uh, so we'll wait and see on that. Like I said, we're taping this on Friday. There could be news on Saturday. There could be news before the game. The Raiders at Allegiant Stadium against the Chicago Bears on Sunday. Let's get to that real quick. Uh, three and one Raiders coming off the Chargers loss. So it's a short week to come back against the Bears. Khalil Mack did talk to the media in Chicago today, said he's playing, uh, says he doesn't care what the Raiders do. He'll be 100 percent, even though he's kind of nursing these foot and rib injuries. He played last week through it and he'll play this week. He said again, um, let me let me know here, because the, the point about the Raiders is they've moved Alex Leatherwood inside to guard and had Brandon Parker now as their right tackle. Uh, You and I talked about this earlier week, four weeks in, is this an admittance that the pick was bad? Do you really believe the Greg Olson comments about, no, no, he's versatile. We knew he was versatile at Alabama. He played both positions at Alabama. I just don't think for a second, had he been good at right tackle, they would have moved him off that spot. So you're talking about two really bad offensive lines this week and two really good defensive lines. Who do you think has the advantage? And could that be determining
1: in terms of who wins the game? Well, first of all, settle down. Uh, The reason the Bears' defensive line is good is because of a keen hit. Well, he's not, and he's not playing. Yeah, and he's not playing. So I would would slow down on the Bears have a very good defensive line. He is the defensive line of the Bears, and he's not there. So the Raiders have a huge break, especially if Alex Leatherwood is moving inside, and we have every reason to believe he is. Um, Nobody from the team has confirmed that yet. Uh, We saw him lining up there in a couple of drills before practice uh, on Thursday, but um, they have not indicated that he's going to play right guard, but we all believe that he is. Uh, so it's a huge break. If, if he has to play guard and there's no Akeem Hicks in the middle of the defensive line, that's massive. Uh, so that, that's a nice break for this Raiders offensive line. That's trying to figure some things out and get healthy. Um, you know, I, I want to see what it looks like. I want to see how they play. And, and obviously if Alex Leatherwood can play guard better than tackle and you know what that does. I know a lot of people have said, "Hey, he still has to block." Sure, he does, but he's been okay as a run blocker—not great, not not good, but okay as a run blocker. And as guard, you're asked to do a lot more uh, in the run blocking, you know, realm. Uh, and you can be a little bit hidden. Like you still have to block somebody. You still have to perform at a high level, but you're not out on an island against the best pass rushers in the league like you would be at tackle. So um, I, I think we'll see how that plays out. Um, but the reason. Uh, that it is, you know, it kind of an admission of a, a bad pick, at least for now, it doesn't mean long term it is, is that a lot of scouts said, Hey, this is a guy that will play guard at the NFL level. And if you're playing guard, you're probably not going to be a first round pick. Uh, it's very, I mean, it, it happens certainly. And there's some guards that are warranted of being first round picks. And we see that, but your, your value is not as high if you're a guard as if you are a tackle. That's just um, an obvious fact about the league. So if you're already saying like, Hey, he's got to move inside and play guard. Uh, that is kind of a, Hey, maybe scouts were a little bit right about, he should have been a second round pick, maybe been, um, you know, late second round pick. Uh, that's, that's the tricky part of this. So uh, there's a lot there a lots to watch and a lot to try to, you know, garner from whatever we see on Sunday, but, um, this is, you know, this is certainly an early admission that maybe it wasn't the right decision.
2: Another point I want to talk to you about real quick is we know what Joey Joey Bosa said after the Chargers game, questioned Derek Cards, let's be honest. I mean, essentially called him soft without using the word soft, said when the pressure gets to them and he gets hit a few times, he's going to coil down and uh, be defenseless. We saw the pitcher that came across that kind of in the in the third uh, down play, the key play when they're driving down 21-14 where this came from. Um What did you make of Joey Bosa's comments? I mean, look, I think Carr has somewhat earned his check down reputation over time. I don't think he's done as much of that this year. I think a lot of it had to do with he faced his best defense of the year in the Chargers, the best defensive line he had faced. Um, The pitcher was a bad look, uh, but a lot happens on every play. I I didn't hear Joey Bosa talking about this in the past at all. Um, The Raiders went into L.A. and beat the Chargers last year. Joey Bosa did not play in that game. He's been injured a lot himself. So what did you make the Bosa's comments, and do you think they carry over when these teams play again later in the year?
1: Oh, I think they'll definitely carry over. Uh, I mean, There's no question you make a comment like that, and as much as the Raiders want to downplay it, um, we know that there were some people that were upset in the building. Um, I think they all had conversations. Hey, don't make this public. Don't start talking about it in public. Um, but, yeah, there were people that were bothered by it, and, and it will be a subject again when they play each other in the final game of the season. And, and the way it looks, that game will matter to one or both teams. So um, it, as if that game is not going to have enough juice and you know Raiders charges always does anyway, uh, that absolutely adds fuel to the fire, probably for more than just that game, probably going forward for a couple of years. So um, it's one of those things that, you know, whether you think it or not, it's probably not best for your team to say it. Uh, but maybe they also believe that, hey, if you say something like that, then, you know, it's it gets in the other guy's head. And maybe they think they can get it there at Carr's head. And maybe that was part of why they did it. So uh, these are always mind games that go back and forth in the league. And uh, a lot of times you don't care about them, but when when you do, it makes it more fun. I think it, it adds something to that game for everyone. and It adds something to this rivalry.
2: Let's get to some predictions now uh, between the Bears and the Raiders. I think it's, you can help me out, four and a half, five around town. Raiders are favored. It's at Allegiant Stadium on Sunday. Again, we don't know at this point the status of John Gruden, if he'll be with the team based on what happened today, Friday. Um, I don't know. I, I would assume, I think you would agree with this. So let's say he was suspended. I would assume Gus Bradley, who's a former NFL coach, would take over the team. I don't know what you if you agree with that or not. Um, but we're getting a little ahead of ourselves there in terms of what might happen. Uh, let me know your keys and then pick a winner for me.
1: Um, oh, I think the key is certainly going to be, you know, block. Uh, you know, get, get Khalil Mack blocked, get the other pass rushers blocked, get some, get some guys blocked in the run game, get that going. Um, I think that's, that's a huge key on the offensive side. Um, you know, they were able to win games despite not blocking anybody for the first three weeks. They finally caught up with them. The bad starts as well uh, finally caught up with them. So uh, I think they want to get those things straightened out. So start fast, block somebody just like it was last week, and they didn't do either of those things uh, and pay the price for it. And then on the defensive side, it's, you know, beast on Justin Fields. It is, you know, it's only a third start. He's a rookie. Obviously, he chose some improvement last week over his first start. Uh, but you know, get to him, get pressure on him, uh, make him uncomfortable. Don't let him just sit back there. Uh, as you said, the line has moved significantly here. with four when it opened. It's up to five and a half for the Raiders. So a lot of people believe the Raiders could win this game and win it pretty handily. Um, uh, that could a, a lot of that have, could have to do with the team picks. So, as we said, there's not there's not many non-quarterbacks in the league that have an impact on the line. Uh, I would say a team pick might be one of them uh, that maybe has you know a half point, maybe just. Uh, you know, you know, as long as it's not a key number, they might have a half point effect on the spread. So he's a very, very valuable piece of that defense. that's not there, uh, which is just huge, uh, for the Raiders, team, especially when they try to want, when they want to try to get the run game going. Uh, but I'm going to say it's fairly low scoring. Um, uh, I'm going to say 24, 14 Raiders final score. And before you get to your prediction, Uh, We actually, as we're speaking, just got a a statement from the Raiders on the John Gruden situation. Uh, So I will go ahead and just read that. Uh, The content of an email regarding Damar Smith from John Gruden when he worked for ESPN 10 years ago is disturbing and not what the Raiders stand for. We were first made aware of the email late yesterday by a reporter and are are reviewing it along with other materials provided to us today by the NFL. We are addressing the matter with Coach Gruden and will have no further comment at this time.
2: Okay, so let me stay with you right there because you're, you were uh, the one to bring it up at the beginning of this podcast. What does
1: other, uh, other um, information from the league mean? I don't know. That's, I mean, that is the key part of this statement uh, from you know, when I'm reading it there. That's the one that really jumped out at me because I was just reading it for the first time live uh, as I read
2: it to you. What else? What else is? It's a good question. Has he, locked the rock, has he lost the locker room? And perhaps more importantly, what else is there to come?
1: Yeah, I think I think that is the biggest question out of this. And, and when you're listening to this out there, maybe more has come out already. Right. You'll uh, find out. But um, I think that is the key part of this statement. Uh, where it says uh, reviewing it along with other materials provided to us today by the NFL. All
2: right. Well, my my uh, prediction seems uh, uh, not as important and significant right now, but I'll go. I said it on the radio this morning. 2114. Raiders, I agree with you that it's uh, low scoring. I think the Bears are gonna struggle to score. Uh, we will definitely stay all over this John Gruden story uh, at the Review Journal Vegas Nation. Um, look for all our information there. For right now, though, that's gonna do for our latest edition of Unsportsmanlike Conduct of the Vegas Nation, sponsored by Station Casinos STN Sports and presented by Tick Pick. Remember, there are new episodes of the Vegas Nation every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Subscribe to Vegas Nation on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any podcasting app. You can also check out Vegas Nation Game Day while we preview that Raiders-Bears game from Allegiant Stadium on Sunday and can find all our coverage and more at vegasnation.com. For our producer, Larry and my co-host, Adam Hill, I'm We'll talk to you next week.
0: Locals know, the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today.
1: Download and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up at any of our convenient locations.